Welcome to the latest podcast from Greyfriars Church in Reading. Our vision is to see Reading transformed by the love and power of Jesus. You can find out more on our website, greyfriars.org.uk. Enjoy. Good morning. It's great to be back here worshipping with you and just to celebrate the joy of Advent as we wait upon the second coming of Christ and remember his birth. Last week, David talked about the hope as we wait on Christ, the hope that thousands of believers before us have successfully used to wait patiently on Christ. So I'm going to continue that series on hope and waiting on Christ today, but let me pray for us first. Lord Jesus, we just thank you and praise you for being the true light, the light that gives us life. Help us to choose you on a daily basis so that the darkness in our lives are forever extinguished. In Jesus' name, amen. So as I was preparing for the sermon today, I was in prayer asking God, Lord, what do you want me to share with everyone who's here and who's watching on YouTube. And there were a few very clear truths that came out as I was preparing. The first truth is the unfailing strength and permanence of Jesus Christ. The second truth is that everything else will fail us. Everything else that we anchor onto will fail. The sun will be darkened, the moon will be darkened, and we will have trials and tribulations. Another truth, all authority, glory, and dominion belongs to Christ, before time, now, and forever. And the other thing that Christ really wanted me to encourage everyone here is that while we wait for the second coming, let us remember that Christ is here with us now, right now, in us, through us, and he is encouraging us to shine his light now while we wait for his second coming. So if we are to shine the light of Christ, then there are two stark choices for us. In fact, two wonderful choices if you really look at it from the view of Christ. The first choice is to die to the anchors that we all usually run to in our everyday lives. And what do I mean by that? These are the anchors which are common in our world. Family, friends, job, financial stability. All these things can be bucketed under one category with a bright neon light that says, this will fail for sure. Family will fail. Friends will fail. Investments will fail. I was excited when my investments were up 20% one day and down 80% the next day. It will fail. Our job situations will fail. So these anchors, I would say these anchors offer a false sense of permanence. They are clearly bucketed under the category, it will fail us. 
there are many of us here today who might feel a sense of darkness in different parts of our lives. Family, relationships, finances, jobs. Yet as this category is classified to always fail, there is one category which always shines brightly and that is Christ Jesus. That is the anchor that we need to actively walk towards every day by saying that we are dying to the anchors of the world. Now, imagine the situation. You've got a challenge in your life and you're struggling to figure out how do I navigate this challenge? So let me take you to an analogy. I'm sure most of you have been to various gardens, national trust properties. Imagine going through a maze. On a good day, when the sun is shining, you still struggle your way through the maze. Shall I go right? Shall I go left? Is it going to take me out of this situation? Now imagine being in a maze when it's dark, when it's nighttime. You are fumbling. Shall I go left, right? What do I do? Sometimes when we have intense challenges in our lives, it feels like we are in this maze, navigating this maze in pitch darkness. We don't know what to do or where to go. Now, in that situation that you're imagining, you see someone coming towards you with such a powerful light that you can't but follow this person, and that is Jesus, coming with his brilliance and his light into that maze, into your difficult situation and saying, lean on me. I will guide you out through this situation. Lord, but it feels like it's so dark, I can't figure out how to get out of this mess. Whether it's a family situation, friendships, finances, job, whatever it might be. Lord, I'm struggling. The sun has fallen, the moon has fallen. And Jesus is saying, this is the light, the way out. Will you choose to follow me and lean into me? Or will you fight in your own strength? And unless and until we say that we are dying to our own strength, our own ways of figuring this out, we will not be able to walk in the light that Jesus is showing us. We will not be able to walk out of that situation and live. I want to be so bold as to say that if the light of Christ is not in you, you are not living. You're living in darkness, and that is not a place that anyone here wants to be. So as you lean into Jesus, you see the light. When you lean on your own strength, you're actually living in darkness. Luke 19, 34 says that those who were living were living in darkness and despair, and the light of Christ was hidden from them. So what that means is if you lean on your own strength, the light of Christ will be hidden from you. Only when you lean into Christ will his light shine through you. In John 8, 12, Jesus reminds us of this. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life. That is a clear reminder that there is only one light that will shine forever. 
and take us out of any dark situation that we might be in so that we might live to tell of God's goodness for another day. And when you choose that light of Christ, one thing will happen for sure. You may not have personal fulfillment, but your faith will increase. What do I mean by that? When you choose to lean into Christ so that he can break the darkness in any situation in your life, you might not go the way it's planned. It might go a different direction than what you have planned. So you might not have that personal fulfillment that actually, Lord, I wanted the situation to be resolved this way, but you took me that way. But I still lived. My faith increased. So when you lean into Christ, you might not have personal fulfillment, but your faith will increase. You will have the light to live again. Just during COVID, I had one of the toughest and darkest situations in my life where I felt like my career was going nowhere and my job situation was in total darkness. And I felt the darkness and intensity of the financial pressures coming over me. And I had to make a choice at that time. Do I fight with my own strength? And I tried a few times and failed miserably. And I had to choose the light of Christ to walk forward to the point where I can stand boldly in front of you now and say that it is only because of the light of Christ that I'm here today saying choose to lean into Christ's light rather than our own strength. Now, how do we do this on a daily, minute-by-minute -minute basis? How do we lean into the light of Christ? Well, one of the best ways for us to do that is to accept the fact that Christ and his light destroys our doubts, our fears, our anxieties, our despairs. Because he said that he has all dominion, power, and authority over every situation that we may all face. And one of the best ways to lean in and focus on Christ is to pray. In Philippians 4, 6, and 7, it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Now, I don't know about you, but when I pray, I come with my list of needs, which is 90% of the conversation with God. And the rest 10% is, Lord, I thank you for what you've done. And I'm now being encouraged to actually turn that around to say 90% of the conversation with Christ is, Lord, I thank you that I'm alive. I thank you that you give me the chance to share your light with people around you. We can go home safely without worrying about mortars and missiles like people in Russia and Ukraine. We can switch on the light to know that it will shine. Have warmth and know that we're actually looked after. There's a hundred things to be thankful for. So as we lean into pray, let us focus first on thanking Christ. And as we do that, we will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. That's the clue. When you're struggling with some of the darkest parts of your life, and you can't figure it out, when you pray and give thanks, the peace of Christ will pass all understanding and help you to navigate. Put one foot forward. Walk into his light and his life. And that peace is what helps us to make sense of the fact that the light has fallen out. Stars, moon, 
everything is shaking, yet the peace of Christ gives us the chance to shine his light and live for another day. Moreover, in Ephesians 3.20, it says that, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work in us to accomplish infinitely more than we can ask or think. Two key words there, the mighty power of Christ. He has all dominion and authority over every situation in our lives. And when we lean into Christ, he will do, he will do infinitely more than we can ask or think. Now, I've taken this verse to heart over a situation in my life which was incredibly dark. And I've mentioned to a few of you last year about the tough situation I was having with my dad and how we hadn't spoken for over three years. It was intensely dark and painful. Yet, I decided to choose the light of Christ and walk towards that reconciliation one step at a time. It was incredibly hard and painful. The way of Christ is carrying the cross. Yet, in the last two weeks, I have seen the light of Christ break into my father's heart. And for us to start having a conversation, a laugh. So I'm here to encourage you and say that even in the darkest situations where you feel that reconciliation may be impossible, as you pray and let the light of Christ shine, he will do infinitely more than we can ask or think. And I have to give God all the glory because this situation was far from recoverable. This situation seemed impossible, yet God said, if you choose my light, I will break through that situation and make my light shine. So friends, brothers and sisters, I just want to really encourage you to say that while we wait for the second coming of Christ, let's act now. Let's take the light of Christ that's inside of us and shine it to everyone around us. And as we start doing that, let's focus on two things. One, letting the light of Christ come into the dark places in our hearts. And I have many of those. And as his light comes into the dark places in our hearts, it will transform us to shine his brightness. And let's then take that light into every situation that we can all think of. Whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's finances, whether it's your job, whether it's school. Where can you shine the light of Christ boldly so that the darkness will have to disappear forever? So as I close today, I want to encourage you. Next week, when you look at a source of light, whether that's a light bulb, a candle, whether that's street lamps or the headlights from a car, please be encouraged to think about how we can reflect the light of Christ that is inside of us to each and every situation in our lives, to the friends around us, our communities. For we believe that Christ has all dominion, power, and glory. And when we lean into the light of Christ, he will break down that darkness. He will heal relationships. He will bring the light back into your life so you can live again. So Christ is here with us now and within us. 
let us choose this, cup, this coming week to shine his permanence, his love, his light to everyone around us. Let me close this in prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you are the true light, the light that is permanent before time, now and forever. Help us to lean into your light and to let it shine brightly in our lives and the lives of people around us. To you be our glory, dominion, power and authority now and forever. Amen.